Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. I am so excited to be here with you today for another awesome podcast of how to become next on scene in your field of business, in your passion, all the above. Um, Before I bring on my amazing guest, I definitely want to open up first with a marketing tip of the week and a self-care tip of the week. That's how I start my week, so I want to share the love with you. So... Um, marketing tip of the day is if you had not, if you have not considered doing any sort of branding lifestyle photo shoot for yourself and you are a business owner, it is time to think about doing this seriously. Now with the world being half virtual, if not more, everybody's really looking into how you're presenting yourself online. You can only go so far with a headshot and, um, I've just been doing this with so many of my clients and their presence online between not only their social media content, but their email marketing, their website, their blogs. They have photos now that will last them like a while, up to a year max, you know, depending on how many photos you get with the photographers. But it is so worth it. And people are attracted to you when you look and feel your best. So you deserve to treat yourself to look and feel your best. And you're going to attract, you're going to attract your ideal clientele to you because you just attract what you are when you're in that headspace. So just remember that, roll with it. And just wanted to put that out there because for sure, at least with what I've been doing at Next On Scene and my company, more and more people are doing it now. And we are just seeing such a transformation in how our clients are showing up online. So whether it's Next On Scene or other companies, definitely, definitely really think about doing it is going to transform your brand. All right. Self-care tip of the day, stop comparing yourself to other people. I can't even tell you how much on the regular as a business owner, as a human being, as you grow and evolve, you're constantly comparing yourself. Like, could I be doing this better? This person's made it this far. This person's doing this, this, you know, like it just has to be like, you know what? We all have our own authenticity to bring to the table and we are all on our own timelines. So that person might be ahead of you in certain areas, in certain places in their lives because that's their journey and that's their path. You're not that person. Like you are your own person. So what is more important than to be yourself? Be yourself. Be okay with not being perfect and knowing that you're doing your best every day and compare yourself to yourself. You know, like yesterday you handled certain things a certain way. Today you're going to do better. Like I've really been trying to personally work on my, I don't know, like growing pains. As soon as you let go of things that are no longer positively positively serving you, your whole life is going to feel lighter and you're going to excel personally and professionally, because when you don't hold on to things that don't serve you positively, your life becomes better. So if you're ready for better, then you're ready for my amazing guest today. I am so excited to introduce you to the amazing Danny Rocco, who is a serial entrepreneur. She's an author. She's a relationship expert. She's a life um, insurance consultant. So she is just doing so many things. She's also working and doing incredible stuff with the veteran community. She has her own little talk show, The Daily Dose of Did You Know, Monday through Wednesday on her Facebook channel. And she also interviews amazing veterans every Thursday night at six o'clock. So I'm so excited for you to learn about the amazing Danny Rocco. Stay tuned. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. 
everybody. Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scenes podcast. I am so excited to be here today with the amazing Danny Rocco, who is a relationship expert and life insurance consultant. Hi, Danny. How are you today? I am doing great, Jackie. Thank you for having me on today. I'm excited. Oh my God. So excited to have you. You are doing so many amazing things in general, but I absolutely love to how much you're doing for the veteran community. So I absolutely definitely want to dive into that. So first tell us, you know, how you even fell into the entrepreneurial space in terms of becoming a coach. Um, so it started when I was 18. My father owned a business up in New Hampshire, and I lived down in the south. And um, I had my son. I, uh, he was two years at the time, Jacob. And he's like, hey, do you want to come up here and work for the family business? And I was going to night school for college and work, you know, as a waitress during the day and raising Jake. And I was like, sure, you know, okay. Um, so that started my path and he was very Italian, very old school. So I started that entrepreneurial path at the bottom by cleaning toilets. <laughs> it was not glamorous at all. I mean, and then it evolved after, yeah, 23 years there, my brother and I decided it was time for us to, you know, I ran the whole company, all the ins, outs, everything, coaching, finance, and uh, when we left the family business, I was like, what am I going to do? I've never worked for anybody mm -hmm. ever, you know, besides the waitress. And I was, I couldn't imagine having a nine to five job. It just didn't fit. So instead of going into like, I don't know, nine to five, I continued on into other adventures where, you know, God led, led me. Well, I love it. It just makes you so diverse. It's it's really awesome. And to anybody who doesn't know you, Danny has such a kick-ass personality, like so awesome, as if you can't tell. So how did the relationship space really evolve for you, though, in terms of like really getting niche marketed? Um, at one point, we decided, uh, my brother and I, to leave. I was, you know, I had went through that like, dear heavens, what am I going to do moment. You know, um, I had been coaching our industry was coaching. It was, it was gymnastics, but it was coaching. And mm -hmm. I ended up coaching throughout those 23 years, families and children. And so I was already doing it. And I was an accredited health coach and NLP coach and life, you know, life coach. Cause I'm all about knowledge is power. Right. So I had all these tools and I started the health coaching and I was like, this is really boring. It just wasn't for me. <laughs> I, it didn't satisfy me. I'm like, I could tell you what to eat all day long, but right. that's not the problem. Right. You know, it goes deeper. And um, organically, I ended up coaching like CEOs of, you know, major, major companies across the country. And um, it actually, my first client I met in, it's a funny story. I met in a bar. Uh, like a hotel. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> that kind of tells my personality. I was there for a health conference, um, a nutrition conference with, um, and so I was there with a couple of my friends and there was all of these um, businessmen in the lobby because we're hanging out, having a drink, whatever. And all of a sudden this guy comes in and I'm like, oh, he must be a big wig because all of their noses just went right brown and up his butt. You know, I was like, who is this guy? So, of course, we all start talking to him with a bunch of guys and girls that I was with, and we start talking to him, and he's like, what do you do? And then da-da-da. Three months later, he's my first client. I love it. 
I love it. And that really ties into the topic of today of like not being afraid to like take a chance and say yes, right? Just do it. So tell us like when you work with people, like what do you find is a common struggle with them specifically when it comes to really stepping out of their comfort zone? Well, it's what you become, what you think you're known as or what the story you've told yourself Mm -hmm. for for your whole entire life. Right. Um, And that story is based off of, you know, habits and fears from Mm -hmm. long ago before you even can recognize. You know, I I tell this story of that as a child, this boy saw his father bring flowers to his mother. And the mother dropped to her knees and was crying and sobbing. And so this kid at a very young age got this, illusion that oh my god like I don't know but I'm never bringing a chick flowers ever because that was a terrible it it hit him it was so traumatic for him to see his mother break down over these flowers well the right so this now he's a man and he never shows his wife you know never brings her flowers never brings a gift and what do women want we want flowers Mm -hmm. we want gifts and what it, when he found out years later, when I was like, well, why did your mother cry? He's like, I don't know. So we went and asked why. She, her, her mother had just passed away, and her husband, his father, brought her fla- the, her mother's favorite flowers. Mm-hmm. And she was oh, such overwhelmed with love and grief, all of these emotions. It just kind of brought her to her knees. Mm-hmm. But to this young boy, he developed this story of not bringing gifts because it's never going to end up well. Mm-hmm. And so that was one. So, right. So that was one. Of no, the what a great kind of story. Overcame. Right. Like that's a but powerful a tool. Example of, <laughs> yeah. It gives a good example of the, what we embed in our subconscious. And then we continue to tell ourselves to stay exactly where we are and not move. Right. So, like, on average, like, with clients that work with you, because I feel like this is, like, a life journey of things that continuously come up for people, what is the average amount of time that people do work with you? So, I'm a very different type of coach, I guess. Actually, I was told I was a very different type of coach. I didn't realize that until I was on someone's podcast, and they're like, oh, really? That is nothing I've ever heard before. (laughs) I'm there for, like, a short period of time. Mm -hmm. I'm not there to be your crutch, and every time you have a question about love and relationships and moving forward that you feel you need to come to me. Mm -hmm. I'm here for a reason. You have a problem? Let's fix this one particular problem. Then go on with your life. And if you feel you get stuck at a certain time and you need like a reboot, we can come back and visit. Now, of course I do like, um, you know, I have groups, private groups of motivation and different ways of thinking. And I do it online through talking because I think we need to stimulate our brain and constantly evolve from the place we are today. But I don't want to be anybody's crutch. I don't want to be, I am not God. All the answers are within my clients, within us. Right. Sometimes we just need a different perspective to kind of get us out of that that thinking. And so that is what I give. I love it's that. So you're there to do the job. We're going to get rid of whatever the hell is bothering you. We're going to get it done, right? It's <laughs> exactly yeah. what it sounds like. Yes. 
I love it. I mean, that would be the best. I mean, I think that's a great scenario to be because the goal is is we want to fix the problem so you don't need me anymore. Like, I want to help you get out of this rut, right? Yes. It's kind of like I want to work myself out of a job. Mm Mm-hmm. Which might not be a great business plan, <laughs> but it works because, you know, <laughs> but when you just say it like that, you're less like, well, Danielle, that's a little crazy, but yeah. you're all, life is always evolving. Life is always changing. You always need, um, you're always going to need someone to kind of, Hey, am I still right on the right path? Or why am I doing this? Right. We all need that. Mm-hmm. We just don't need it every other week for the rest of our life. Totally agree with that. Well, I think these are solid points, solid points. So tell me too, like how much, I mean, I know this because I've been following you for a while, but to people who don't know you, like talk to you about your connection to the veteran community and what you're doing because your show is amazing. You're interviewing all these amazing people. Tell us all about that. So when that little boy, that two-year-old boy I talked about when I was 18, that, um, that I was raising when he graduated high school, he joined the Marines. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those pivotal moments in my life that kind of changed me. And I was there for every deployment to send him off, to receive him through, through the whole process of it. And then of course, when he became a veteran and it really to listen to the stories that he gave you know, that he had his perspective. It opened my eyes to a whole different world that I didn't really know existed. Yes, we all know there's active military. Yes, we all know that there are veterans. But do you really know them? Mm -hmm. Do you really know why they have PTSD? Have you heard the stories? Um, Have you, like, walked behind them in their shoes? Majority of us, the answer is no. So when I was doing great, doing my CEO coaching, and I loved it, it was very um, demanding on my family. And um, just because I had to leave, you know, they would call and be like, hey, can you be across the country tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And I want to say yes, but my husband's like, dude, you're married. We have six kids. Like, I need you home, too. Uh, So I had (laughs) to take a good look at (laughs) my priorities. Um, be the relationship coach because relationships falling apart at home, right? Yeah. Right, right. Not, not a good standard. <laughs> you kind of walk your talk. But so um, that is when I had a conversation with my friend. It was over coffee, and she's like, What do you do? What is your passion that nobody knows? And it has been our military and veteran communities. So I started turning all my focus into, into that, and, you know, and um, helping them in their relationships and keeping their family strong. And then it just the ripple effect. I say when God puts something on your heart and you're doing the right thing, just doors open. Right. And it, you become on this path that isn't your path, but it is so your path, if that makes any sense mm-hmm. to people. That definitely resonates. And I also, I mean, tell us too, for everybody who like doesn't know about your show yet, like you go live like almost every day lately, right? It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And yeah. again, that's one of those things that yeah. it's, it's in your past. So Monday through Thursday at noon Eastern, I'm live every day. And it's uh, the dose of Did You Know? It's about inspiring, intriguing, unique individuals and how love and their life have gotten them to where they are today. Mm-hmm. Because that is really the decisions we make from our heart, from our purity is where you are right now sitting, listening to this. And if you're not liking it, you've got to look at those choices and those actions that you made. So that's what, you know, those are fascinating people. 
amazing individuals. And then on Thursdays at 6 p.m., I do a military resource panel. Um, and these are all live, interactive. So if you join in and you have questions, you want to talk to the guests, you ask away, and they're right there to answer it. But that's bringing it's not just for veterans and military. It's for everyone. The whole community, you know. Yeah, totally. And I always say you can learn the best through the military because their life is like on turbo speed. What we deal with in 10 years is they're going to go through in like six months. Right. So you want to learn about love and life and staying within yourself and creating abundance and all of these things that we strive for um, in our, you know, existence. Listen, listen, and then apply it to your life and you'll be amazed how it changes. No, it's so true. It's so, you give great advice, Danny. Super great advice. Thank you for always doing that. It's so true. But I think too, one thing that you always well, have been like, oh, I don't mean to interrupt. I was going to say something too, but go ahead. Go, go, go. No, I was going to say, I just think you always put like a different flavor on a thought, like really looking at it from like a different perspective, which I think is super important. Well, I always, I think I force myself daily to look at it from a different perspective because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if, I'm, if I had this thought yesterday and now I'm having the same thought today, which majority of us do, we have the same thoughts, 98% of our thoughts are the exact same thoughts that we had from the day before, which when you really think about that, that is a little disturbing. Right. Like talk about staying stuck in where you are in life. So if you... Um, Listen to people that you don't necessarily agree with, will ever agree with. Mm-hmm. If you shut your mouth and open your ears and try to see things in a different perspective, you start seeing life in a different perspective. And it creates this, um, this new way of thinking, a thinking that I feel like that is in all of us, but we just don't allow it to like blossom out. Right. It's so true. But I think, too, even, like, resonating even back to, like, your first client, like, really working through those, like, things that hold – they're, like, trauma, I guess, right? That's kind of what you would call it. Like, holding on to things, too, are definitely things that are all pieces of the puzzle, I feel like. Oh, they very very much are, and Mm -hmm. we don't realize how far back it goes. I mean, we can hear while we're in the womb, but what were we hearing? Isn't that crazy? That's like super woo-woo, but I like that. That's so cool. It's crazy to think about. It it, it really is. And if Mm -hmm. you think about that, allow yourself to like sit on it and be like, what was, what was the situation in my life back then? Right. You know, were my parents fighting? Were they loving? Was it under stress? Because you're taking it in and you're, you're formulating who you are from there. Right. Right. Right from there. So true. So what would you say is your goal? Like with you being kind of like a serial entrepreneur doing, having your feet in many different areas, like what is the goal for Danny Rocco? I know you want to like, you're building on this show, the daily dose of Danny, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, you know, it's so funny. I'm not really sure. I have, it's the, the baseline is I'm going to continue to serve mm-hmm. and, but I don't know where that's going to lead me. And I don't want to know where it's going to lead me. I have complete faith that it will keep building and keep bringing success because that is what 
I'm seeing number one, right? Totally. So I'm getting these little gratifications out there being like, yep, you're on the right path. Because right. if you look back, you know, even before COVID happened in March, there's been this huge change, um, huge change of people in my life and the projection of it. So I feel that there are sometimes, yes, you have to have this strategic path, mm -hmm. which I do, but there isn't this defined line because if I give myself this defined line, then I'm going to stop everything I know that is coming because I don't know yet what's coming. I know I sound totally like, whoa, she is Oscar Rocker living in some fantasy world, but that's how I've lived my life. And that I love is, that. And, and it works. I mean, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but I think there is definitely like so much excitement and just being open to like whatever is going to come at you, you got it covered, which I think is awesome. Takes a strong person to do well, that. You, yes. But mm -hmm. okay. Think about it. If let's say you have a, like, um, you work in a business, you have a certain business that gives a service mm -hmm. and you have your strategic plan for that business and that service. Now, if you do not let some part of you be open to what is coming your way from whether you believe in God, I happen to believe in God or the universe, whatever it is that you believe, then you are going to shut so many doors to that service and that business that you have. Right. So you have to, to live in that complete um, abundance and that complete purpose and fulfillment that we're here on earth to be, there has to be a part of you that stays open. Now stay too true to your mission and your core, but you got to allow what is coming or you know what, you're going to have like a million dollars right in front of you and you're going to walk right past it. Right. Cause you're like, that doesn't fit into my line. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to, you're going to close people out. People do that subconsciously all the time. They're like, they see things, they get so driven into what they want in the past that they close the doors before they're even opened because they put cast judgment on the things that come their way. They're like, Oh, that person's not going to give me, you do it subconsciously right. We're human beings. That person's not going to give me anything. So I better not, you know, I, I'm not going to waste my time there or, you know, think of how many times we've done that as humans. I've done it. I'm, I'm a human being. We all have. I I've have too, like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Time. Right. Right. Yeah. And when you stop that, when you give everybody is on the same playing field, you don't waste your time. Mm -hmm. You just learn to like move through things and situations much quicker because you're clearer on your path and your purpose. Mm -hmm. I love that. There you so go. I give a new flavor, yeah. Danny. The daily dose of did you know coming on. I love it. <laughs> so cool. My heart starts speaking and the mouth No, I love follows. it. It's all really insightful. And also, okay, so now I'm going to throw this out there. Some fun facts about Danny. So you've been a professional ballerina. Can you please tell us about this experience and how long you did this for? Because that's amazing. Yes. So at the... Um, I was probably like three years old when I started dancing, right? How many of us, you know, your parents put you in some sort of activity. And I was very good at it. My mother was a professional dancer. She was a modern dancer, but she was a professional dancer. Um, my father was a gymnast. So athletics were kind of in our blood. And um, at the age of five, they asked me to join the first company. It was in Louisiana, Louisiana Ballet Company. And back then, they didn't have like these... Um, I don't know. There's probably like these uptight parents where they, I, I, I can get a little bit, have my opinion where we baby our society. And, right. And nowadays I feel like, mm -hmm. um, but they didn't do that back then when I, 
long time ago, many moons ago when I was five years old. So I, my mom was like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, I love dancing. So I went in early in the morning and shut the doors and there were these big grand doors. And I came out at five o'clock that night. I think I went in at 8 a.m. and I came out at five o'clock where my mother picked me up. And that was my first audition. And they accepted me. And I did it till about the age of 12. I did different companies. I started at Louisiana. And then when we would move, I would join a company to whatever city I was in at that, you know, at that time. No big deal. So what was like one of your most memorable performances? Like I'm assuming you traveled for this sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And you know, when you're five, it's funny what you remember. I just remember having to go to bed really early. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I felt like I was waking up in the middle of the night. But it was probably, you know, who knows? You know, the shows are at 6 and at 8. So I, I, this is not my reality at the scene. This is how your reality gets twisted. I was not getting up in the middle of the night to perform. But I would ha- um, have to, you know, you put your hair in the little curlers and I'd go to sleep and I'd put all this makeup on. And I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I would just go backstage and be hurried. And I remember being in awe of all of the adults ballerinas like just looking up to them and they would just they would bring you around and you know be like a big sister to you and just being like oh, I'm gonna be that one day I love but then that. waiting behind stage and for my time to go out and and do my little thing so cute and the honestly the outfits are like some of my favorites which I'm assuming the fashion aspect of that was probably really fun it was very fun. You yeah. think like back in the day, think of going to the Boston Ballet, what you see. Right. You know? it's, it's, but I think it's too, being fun. younger, being younger, you can get away with more when you're like a kid, right? I'm sure, I'm assuming there was some bling in there and some more excitement. I don't know. <laughs> Just thinking. Uh, you know, no, not back in my day. No. You're thinking like I'm 43 <laughs> now. I was five. Like think of going to the Boston Ballet. Okay. So that, classic, you know? very classic, plain, but cute and classic. <laughs> I like classic. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Danny added, I'm sure you added your own flavor to it. So there you go. Love that. So also, um, love that you're, that you said you're naturally shy, which is so funny to me because you seem like one of the most bubbly outgoing people I know. People have told you that? Um, I am shy. Like in my insides, you know, when you walk into a room and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, well, you might not. But if you have... No, I'm a normal human being. I've totally had that feeling, for sure. Definitely. Well, I get that. And I... um, If if I allow myself, I will be the person that kind of just sits and watches. Doesn't really say anything. More of an observer of life instead of doing it. So I don't want to live my life being an observer and not having a piece of it Mm -hmm. so I have taught myself and forced myself to not do what naturally I want to do Mm -hmm. and to be honest when I'm with my husband because he's very outgoing I find myself going back into that being quiet and and um you know because I'm like oh he can he can do that right (laughs) right I'll I'll let my (laughs) shyness actually come out um but I don't want to I don't want to not participate in life so I have to force myself to talk to strangers, like when I got my first really big client. Um, right, right, at the bar. I, like, I love okay, it. And I'm, look at what I'm, happened. 
Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm curious. So I can sit here and make up a story about who he is, or I can go find out and just, you know, fulfill this my own curiosity. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do. I'm very curious. curious per- I am a curious person. So I fight my shyness to fulfill my curiosity. I love that. They also say, I read statistics that they say the quietest people in a large room are some of the smartest and best listeners. So that, take that in stride. I read that statistic a while ago and I was like, that's a cool statistic. It was random. I don't remember where it was from. I'll take that. I'll take it. Take it. I'll own it. (laughs) Run with it. I love it. Okay, so... Thank you so much for sharing all this awesome information. We're going to play a quick game time, but before we play game time, I would love for you to share with everybody how they can follow you on social media and um, get in touch with you. Perfect. So, um, well, my website, super easy, Danny Rocco, D-A-N-I-R-O-C-C-O. And um, that has all my social media links. That has my books. That has basically everything. And, um, but it's Danielle Dettilio Rocco if you want to listen to my show and my daily doses. Yeah. That's where you can find me on Facebook. But it's also on my website. Totally. It, whatever's easiest. I love that. And then all of like the, all your different offerings, like you said, your book, your consultations, that's all on dannyrocco.com. It is. Okay. One Perfect. stop shopping. Love it. <laughs> That makes it easy for people. All right, cool stuff. All right, Danny, are you ready well, for yeah. game time? This is fun. It's just an extra fun way for all of us to get to know your interests outside of what you're doing, which okay. is amazing. So what is Danny's favorite food? Italian. Let's get more specific. Seafood Italian. A seafood Italian that they um, have at Bella Vista in the North End in Boston. To be very specific. That is that very is specific. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Thank you for that. I'm going to have to check out that place myself <laughs> afterwards. So thank you for sharing. Um, okay. Where is your favorite destination you've ever traveled thus far? And what is your bucket list destination you would love to go to you haven't been yet? Uh, Italy. I We did a cruise through Italy, the Capri Islands. That was Magical. amazing and beautiful. Magical. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Yeah. I, I love it. That was my favorite place. And where I want to go is Australia. Ooh, that's badass. Isn't that like 24-hour flight or something like that? Yeah, it's a pretty intense flight. That's yeah. why I, we have not gone yet. But it is on my bucket list. I will be there one day. I love that. That's awesome. Do you want to go to like Sydney? Do you want to go to like Melbourne? I know they have so many different uh, cities and I mean, do you know or not really sure? Just want to go. I I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. I just thought I was asking. I I just want to be there and um, I've always wanted to go ever since I was a little kid. That's awesome. I like the ambition and the drive. It's going to happen. All right. Next question. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? Oh my gosh, like a red tube dress that like goes, hits between like your ankle and your knee um, and a nice pair of stilettos because I just feel like badass in that. I love that. Do you have like a go-to like brand you like to wear or just any, anything that's comfortable? No, no go-to. Just um, if I see something. There we go. There you go. I like that. I like that outlook. It just, as long as you fit me well, this tube dress, I'm going to run with it. That's awesome. Okay. (laughs) 
Next question. If you could have, actually, it's the last question. If you could have dinner or spend the day with somebody dead or alive you have not met yet, who would it be and why? Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I love that one. That's a good one. I love her. I think that, like, her life was fascinating. She dealt with so much pain, internal pain, but she had this presence about her that just, you know, took over the world. So like, how the hell did you live in such misery, but at the same time you shine so light and gave such gifts to so many people? Like, I, you know, people loved her. They didn't know she was so sad inside. I know. So I'm fascinated it's by her. Really, really good points. And also, too, when I think of the red tube dress with heels, I think of her too. That's. I feel like that's an outfit she would love to wear too. You guys could be twins with the blonde hair. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be like a dream. I know. Fashion forward. I love that. Great choice, Danny. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This was so fun. And um, thank you, everyone. So thank you. Yeah. It was fun. Of course. You're awesome. So I'm just so happy. Like, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And everybody, definitely check out Danny Rocco on her website, dannyrocco.com. And definitely follow her on Facebook for her live show. Um, thank you so much again. So thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in to Next On Scene. And stay tuned for who's next on Scene. <laughs> The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.